Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Here we are with another episode of Black and White Market Minute on Life Planning 101. Matt Urban and Aaron Kennedy with you today. Happy Friday, everybody. Hope it's going to be a good one and hope everybody uh, missed out on the storms. You know, we sure take the rain, but storms get a little spooky. So, but anyways, I want to want to dive right in today. You know, we, we had a kind of an interesting conversation. So I had some thoughts and I, I told Aaron I wanted to pick his brain. And, you know, we're going through these times and... You hear conflicting views such as, this is just like the last time, or we've never seen this before, and every variation in between, right? Depending on what news channel, source, anchor, time of the day, etc. So Yes, this time is different. It's kind of interesting. So I, I kind of wanted to pick Aaron's brain today about, we know that not every client has the same risk tolerance, risk capacity, or risk composure. And you know, some of you know what that is, some of you don't, but we're gonna we're gonna unpack some of that today. But my thought was, what about from an institutional level? You have people that have been in the game for 40 years, and you have guys that have read about the game for 40 years. And some people are wanting to jump out there and create a track record, and the quicker they get invested, the quicker they can start going up and down for their track record. Other guys were said, I, you know, I'm at the end of my days. I don't want to lose this money for this institution or this foundation or whatever. So there's a, there's a lot about that. But Aaron, kind of dive in there and tell me your initial thoughts on how do we begin to understand the difference of I guess the different risk tolerances and how they can affect the market that we're seeing. Oh, that's, that's a good one. So you're talking about the risk composure, capacity and tolerance? Yes. When we're talking about capacity, that is the amount of risk that your personal situation can handle. Right. That's the capacity, but it knocks you out of the game. This is what your income is. So what your expenses are, this is how much your portfolio needs to do. Right. That's your capacity. That completely removes out all the human emotions and beliefs, and it works good if your client's a computer. Sure, but sure. This is the risk number for you to accomplish your goals. Yeah. So next thing is risk tolerance. And this is what we've been doing for a long time on, uh, let's say, risk allies. Yeah. This is uh, this is what I'm comfortable with, up and down, right? You know, that, that's our uh, speed limit. The last one is the most tricky, and that's the composure. You know, you can say all day long, I can handle this, I can handle that, I want this kind of return, I can handle this amount of loss, but when it comes down to it, what do you do? What's your actions? Right. You know, just think about the person that takes the risk test and, hey, they need to be running 170 miles an hour. You know, they can take all the risk in the world. And you talk to them, yeah, I can do it, I can do it. Uh, and then the first time the market drops 10%, they sell everything and take off running. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, true. You know, all, all the other stuff is easy to work around. The composure part, that's the unknown 
on human behavior. Right. How do you actually act? Right. You know, and, and for most people, that takes time for us to understand. You know, we have to go through some things before we realize, hey, they really can't handle this. So we have to adjust. And normally, you know, we're uh, risk managers. So we're going to lower the risk, you know, and just make it work. It is very tricky, especially, you know, we've run into several over time that have all the tolerance in the world, have all the... um, all the capacity in the world, but their composure is just not there. Right. You know, so that's really what makes makes things tricky. So, and, well, let's relate that to like institutional managers because so some of your capacity might be the amount of money in your fund or in your it's under your management, right? Some of your your tolerance is usually driven by prospectus or or, IPS, or yeah, or, right. Your investment policy statement. Right. Your pension. What's the actuarial numbers on your pension? But composure, no one is free of composure. Yes. We saw that, right? We saw a money manager that we've tracked for years and years be too conservative during like 1920 when you needed to hit the gas. He was, you know, he was a little bit conservative. And, you know, everybody has their logic, but... That was based on something he went through back. I think we saw it. We were turning back in 08, right? Where it was like he hit the gas too much back then. So he was still feeling that wound. But somebody new to the game. Yeah. You know, hadn't felt, hadn't lost half their book of business, you know, or fund flows. You know, when you're looking at institutional stuff. This this is amazing because when, when you're looking at institutional money, we should all know what's going on. We should be to the point of we're investing for a computer. Right. You know, if, uh, let's say we're Yale, yeah. you know, and we have an S&P 500 manager, that manager should hold the S&P 500 no matter what. Right. You know, that's what his deal is. You know, and as an institution, we understand that the market's going up and down, and, um, you know, we're going to live with it. But it doesn't really happen that way. Right. You know, the people in the boardroom, the people making the decisions, guess what? They're not institutional. That's right. Hopefully they are. Right. But they're, they're right. humans. Right. They're scared, you know, or they're greedy. Yeah. It all comes yeah. back to human behavior. Right. We would hope that we would act in a rational manner at all times. Yeah, yeah. Supposed to be professionals here. Yes, Uh, yes, but it doesn't happen. And I love the idea about the the new manager trying to get a track record out there. We actually see this quite a bit, and it's especially on certain sectors or something that's super, super hot, you know. And all of a sudden, these managers come out of the woodworks, and they've been doing great. But why? Because they were in this huge bull market that you could do no wrong. Right. Oil right now is up 50%. I could be the worst oil manager in the world, money manager, and still make. Still be doing good. Yeah, 35 40%. Right. So we see all this happen. We see all these new funds or these new strategies come to the table. And then guess what happens right off the bat? It pops. We get risk. It comes down. Nobody's ever experienced a downturn, so they disappear. 
Right. Like they come in and leave just as fast. Yeah. Right. And that's and you know that's that's just super interesting. So you know I, we're kind of getting long today, but I want to I want to start getting wrapped up. But I I just thought you know that was so interesting that the fact that we not only work with our our clients and the families that we serve to manage risk, but we also work hand in hand with the basically the suppliers of the inputs you know the managers that we work with the people that provide us the tools to serve our clients we have to manage their risk too and so it's it's a super dynamic relationship and and most people when we visit with them they don't broaden that scope of you know we're not only trying to control um our client we're trying to control our book from a management of allocation, global allocation for across our book, but then too, how does that affect all the institutional managers? And then we're still fighting things that are, you know, what was the Wall Street bets, Reddit, yada yada, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 the high, high momentum stuff. So anyways, it's all over the board. So again, there's there's so many multifaceted areas. Oh my goodness. So Man, I know y'all get bored with us saying risk, get your risk yeah. right, get your risk right. You know, but it it really is the most important thing. And you know what? We talk about this all the time, but most of the time, it just takes time. You know, the clients, the people that we invest for, we start going through some turbulent times, and then they say, oh, you're serious about this stuff. Yeah. You know, you are managing our risk. And then once you go through it, then then you get to see it hands-on that, that's what we've been preparing for. Mm-hmm. That's what we've been getting ready for. And uh, people become at ease once they know that you're practicing what you preach. Right. It's like defensive driving, right? Yes. You can't control all the people out there on the road, but you can control yourself and your reaction to them. So us as disciplined investors have to be maybe hyper-disciplined in order to overcome some of the other Yes. issues that people bring to us so anyways we're getting a little long to Aaron uh, give us some last words about what's going on or what else you'd like to leave us with today oh um, market's been pretty volatile it looks like the the super the tech stuff all the big risk stuff that had such a bad time last year is really what's driving right now um, and that's fine you know it feels good the market's going up uh, but the market is moving Market's moving a lot, and it's on the fixed income side. So we're seeing, as of right now, we can get over five percent on four, four-year CDs. Wow! And that wasn't there. I mean, we were inverted to the one year, right? You know, and now it's we're we're out to the fours. The market is starting to normalize from an interest rate um, standpoint, and this is really what happens every time. You know, the yield becomes inverted. We start to go through a recession. It goes back the other way, right? right? So things are normalizing finally. So that's it's a good feeling. Yeah. Just hold in there. We're going to be volatile, but uh, we're getting closer to the end. We, right. And, and what we promised you, we were holding out for, is is actually kind of starting to to materialize. So please call us if you have any questions comments or concerns love to hear from you want to want to stay in touch with you guys appreciate everybody so much um any last words yep. everybody hold in there uh have a great weekend and enjoy this crazy weather all right signing off today on black and white market minute on life planning 101 
Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.